0: Drew, we appreciate it, buddy. Yep. Thanks, Jeffrey. See you, man. Drew Hill from The Daily Memphian. When we come back, Chris Harrison joins us in studio. We'll do that next right here on the Jeff Cawkins Show, 929 FM ESPN.
1: 929 FM ESPN is Memphis's college basketball station. The best college hoops and stories in Memphis live on 929 FM ESPN. Memphis's Hoops Place.
2: Hey, there's a new, faster, less expensive way to get a home loan here in Memphis. It's Loan Pronto. Loanpronto.com. Started by somebody who looked at the process said, my God, there's got to be an easy way. And this is a game changer. It's Jeff Cawkins. Loan Pronto can you get you cash right now. For from your home equity, check out their Express Equity Line of Credit program. You can keep your main mortgage intact, but still get tens of thousands of dollars out of your home. You can use that money to pay off all those credit cards with those 25% interest rates or to start a home improvement project. Loan Prano's all digital platform makes it incredibly easy, very little paperwork, and you can get your money in as little as five days. And here's the thing, 90% do not need an appraisal. So call Loan Pronto now. They can do new home loans as well as full refis, super low rates, no closing costs. It is Loan Pronto, 901-589-2155, 901-589-2155. Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, 166-1781, subject to lender approval.
3: It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of Bluebell and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right
4: now. Have you noticed that most ice creams now come in smaller
1: cartons? Not Bluebell. We're still making a full half-gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness. Bluebell wouldn't have it any
3: other way. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. All
5: Area Aldi Supermarkets.
3: Get in zone,
6: AutoZone.
2: Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, is your check engine light on? The free Fix Finder service reads your check engine, ABS, and maintenance lights. It even sends a detailed report directly to your email. When you need to get back on the road, AutoZone's free Fix Finder service is here. Get the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes only at AutoZone.
1: Get it zone. AutoZone. See details at AutoZone.com It's March, and you know what that means? Taxes are almost due. Jackson Hewitt can help you win tax season. That's the sound of your maximum tax refund. The sound of getting 50% off tax prep. The sound of many of our competitors' prices going up. <laughs> And the sound of getting to your nearest Jackson Hewitt. Hurry in for 50% off tax prep before this offer expires April 9th. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms.
7: What's up, everybody? Guess who's coming to your screens every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday? No Mercy with yours truly, Stephen A. Smith. is now available on YouTube. For the first time in my career, I've got complete freedom to say my piece on everything beyond the world of sports, unfiltered, and now in video. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, for my take on the biggest headlines and conversations with the biggest names in entertainment. Subscribe now so you don't miss an episode. No Mercy with Stephen A. Smith, a presentation of Cadence 13, and Odyssey Studio. Full episodes available now on YouTube.
2: I've talked to you a lot about Bounty over the years. It's that fantastic restaurant on Broad Avenue. It's got the best fried oysters I've ever had in my entire life. I think it's the cornmeal that does it. It's got the pork shank. It's got the Brussels. Absolutely fabulous. It's got a wonderful vibe to it. Brunch is spectacular. But here's the thing. On Wednesdays now, they're having something called Wind Down Wednesdays. Wind Down Wednesdays. Because let's be honest, by the time Wednesday comes around, you want to wind down. So you head on over to Bounty and you can get bottles of wine, Half price. You can get glasses of wine, half price, because it is, say it with me, Wine Down Wednesday at Bounty On Broad. Same beautiful atmosphere, same fabulous food, same tremendous fried oysters. Stop on in on Wine Down Wednesday and get bottles of wine, half price. Get glasses of wine, half price. Beautiful restaurant, fabulous way to spend your Wine Down Wednesday. Bounty On Broad, 410 813 Broad Avenue.
7: The Showboats are back in Memphis. We can't wait to have you for the USFL. Let's go. Ticket prices start at just $10 for their long-awaited homecoming season. April 15th starts a new era of pro football at the Liberty Bowl when the Showboats seek to reclaim their USFL legacy. Bring the whole family and don't miss the Showboats' historic return. It's a touchdown. Buy your tickets today at theusfl.com.
6: Frame Corner, Memphis's premiere in framing, has a special for spring sale. 50% off tabletop photo frames and ready-made art frames. Get $25 off your custom framing when you spend $150 if you mention this ad. Get the framing those diplomas, sports memorabilia, fine art, and limited edition prints. Visit Frame Corner at 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis or online at FrameCornerMemphis.com. That's FrameCornerMemphis.com.
2: to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333. 309-133. Located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit smilesettermemphis.com. Here's how we long for Skechers' hands-free slip-in footwear.
5: The world has gone hands-free. However, if you want to put on a pair of sneakers, you still need to bend down and help your feet in. Until now. Introducing Skechers' hands-free slip-in footwear. You don't need to reach down to help your heel in. You just step in into them and off you go. So what's the secret? Well, there's a special smooth comfort pillow in the heel that helps your foot slide into place, and they stay on just like a pair of laced up sneakers. Get hands-free slip-ins at a Skechers store, Skechers.com,
1: or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max.
8: Yeah, but you got Dylan Brooks and you got Clay Thompson's problems going on down. Ooh. And the way Clay is talking to Dylan Brooks, Jay it
1: reminds me of Key. Reminds me of like a Jay Z on the Takeover, right? I-, I don't care if a dude beat me two, three times. I'm talking. I'm in your head. I know I got your number to a degree. KJM weekdays 5 a.m. till 9 a.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis' sports station. On the free Odyssey app, smart speakers say "Play 92.9 ESPN." WMFS FM and HD One Bartlett, WMFS Memphis, celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers. Talk always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say "Play 92.9 ESPN." Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright. Each and every day here on the Jeff Calkins Show, we welcome Chris Harrington to the program. Let's fire it up. Now it's Chris Harrington live on 929 discussing the Grizzlies, Memphis and more presented by the Memphis Showboats. Get your tickets now starting at just $10. Go to usfl.com. Chris Harrington joins us in studio Chris, what are we listening
8: to? It's uh The Shape I'm In by the band Personal Favorite of Mine, Richard Manuel on the lead vocal. Richard Manuel born on this day, the late Richard Manuel born on this day in 1943. I guess I'll send that out to the Dallas Mavericks, who are really struggling as the season concludes. I mean, they're going to miss the playoffs, right? I think they're going to miss the play-in. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. It looks that way. They're in danger of missing the play-in. And they have sadly to me, I saw people on my Twitter feed, Grizzlies fans, exulting over the Mavs' demise. And like I kind of wanted to play them in the first round. And so, you know, I they have played themselves out of like the Grizzly the 8-9 game that would face the Grizzlies. But it looks like they're just going to miss the whole thing. What kind of shape do you think the Grizzlies are in? It's hard to get a read. I think if you only watch the Grizzlies outside the context of the in, of the rest of the league, there's lots of stuff you'll look at and you're concerned about, and legitimately so. But then you look up and like, yeah, they, they lost a 20-point lead and they got run off at Chicago, which is a team still in the playoff race. On the same day, like Sacramento, which is trying to catch the Grizzlies, lost at home to the Spurs. And a minis- devastating
0: loss for the Spurs.
8: And Minnesota, a devastating win. Yeah, Minnesota fighting for their playoff life, kind of like Dallas. They were like some, something like an 18 point favorite at home yeah. against Portland and lost the game. And so there's wild stuff happening all over the place. I don't. My my broad sense of the Grizzlies in terms of the range of reason, what is reasonably possible has not shifted from what it's been for a long time at this point. Um, which is they could lose in the first round. They could make make their way to the finals. I don't think they're going to win the finals. That is outside my range of reasonable. Um, but the West is just so weak that, I don't know, it's so weak but also so much parity that I wouldn't surprise me if they lost, lost in the first round. wouldn't surprise me, surprise me if they went on a run either. The thing, because I do agree
0: with you, when you tend to watch one team or you cover one team, right. you are way more aware of the warts. Yep. Than you are if you're just casually watching the rest of the league. Like I've I've always felt that, it, and it really goes across all sports. Like you just are when you are focused on one team, you you know what could trip them up. The thing that I thought that happened yesterday, that is definitely something that would be concerning, is if Jaron Jackson is in foul trouble. Sure. I do think that you're going to start to see, well, the Grizzlies
8: can't get stops. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I, and especially if Steven Adams is not back. Even if he is back, that's still. I think Jaron is not the best player on the team necessarily, but he's the most important player. He's yeah. the most essential player. But you look at, like, so I'm looking at the standings right now. Grizzlies are 8-2. and two, where Everyone is super concerned and, like, all in their feelings about the Grizzlies. Like yes. There's lots of gnashing of teeth and wringing of hands about the Grizzlies. They're 8-2 and in their last 10, which, guess what, is the best record in the Western Conference over the past 10 games. On the entire season, on the season, they have a plus 4.3 point differential, which, guess what, is the best point differential in the Western Conference. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, do they have issues? Yes, but, like, show me a team that does not have issues, you know? Do you think it's the
0: dramatic swings? Like, it feels like this team, this team more so than in recent memory, it can shift. Like, we see, to me, the thing that was interesting about Friday and Sunday was they kind of the games kind of mirrored themselves. No, they no, just, no, that's it right. It was the
8: opposite, and I, so I'm starting to wonder if yeah. So it's the dramatic night, swings that lead to everyone Friday overreacting. night. They're down 20 at home. They yeah. come back and win, and then Sunday they're up 20 on the road, and, and then and then they lose. Right? Yeah. Um, no. It was th- yes. I think there's a lot of volatility. I think there's a lot of there's more volatility in the league right now, just because the scoring is so high that the scoring is so high that like a 15 point lead doesn't mean the same as it meant 10 years ago. You know. So there's that. I think there's more volatility in the league. But I think the Grizzlies, the Jaron thing is kind of key because the Grizzlies are a top three defense on the season. But if he's sitting on the bench, they don't look like they don't look like that at all. Like at all. They right? can't get stops. Right. And so, you know, it, the the best case scenario for the Grizzlies defense, if they have Steven Adams back and Jaron's not in foul trouble, is like very high. It's probably the best defense in the conference if they're intact, right? right? But but it, 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 it there's a lot of downside there, and then I think there's a reasonable sort of trepidation about the the jaw reintegration into the offense stuff, right? Which, all the whole, the offense has been good, but then you look at the Chicago game, they had 18 turnovers and, and, and what have you, and they sort of collapsed on both ends of the floor, but yes. 18 turnovers is a big part of that collapse. That's an offensive problem that leads to the defensive problems. Well, because that was the other
0: thing I was trying to figure out yesterday, it's like, is their defense really this bad, or is there no defense? When you're turning the ball over like that, Well, that's yeah, it, it's, it's get, tough to stop that. Like You're they're just right. in transition. You're not really getting set up. Like It's your offense that was creating problems for you. But you mentioned the re-implementing of job because he had said on Friday night after the game, for me it's getting used to pretty much not being the main option, just finding my spots. We got Jaron and Dez who have took over right. that role for us. For me, just getting them the ball – and then when I get my chance, just take it, because that was kind of the other thing yesterday that stood out to me. If you just looked at Josh's stat sheet, you're like, oh, triple double. He he played solidly. I just felt like when you were watching it, particularly in the second half, he just felt very passive. And so, is this going to be something that is difficult to figure out? Like, what is the pecking order? Because this isn't really something we've seen the Grizzlies have, like in the Morant era. Like there's been a clear to find pecking order as they head into the playoffs. it feels right now that there's still a
8: experiment going on Yeah so that okay I'm trying to my computer has been weird so there's another quote here we go so there's that quote you just read from Morant there's another quote from a few games before um that it really sort of rhymes with yeah and this is a uh, Taylor Taylor Jenkins it was after the Houston game the first. Houston game, um, the game Morant came back. And remember, it, it wasn't they weren't it wasn't sure if they were going to bring him back in at all. They brought him back in with the last four minutes of the game, basically tied. Um, the game was tied 1-13, 1-13, yeah. 420 to play. They bring Morant back. They closed the game, um, but it wasn't Morant taking over. But Desmond Bain actually scored ten, you know, there in the last last um, four minutes. But somebody, I can't remember who it was, it may have been me, I don't know. Somebody asked Taylor Jenkins a little bit about. I think it was me about about the fourth quarter offense and some of the struggles the team had had this season in the fourth quarter. And here's here's what he said after that game. This is a few games before this Morant quote you just read. He said, "We've got to diversify our offense in the fourth quarter. It's something that I've challenged myself and our staff to figure out over the last couple of weeks. Knowing that when Ja returns, he's going to get a lot of opportunities throughout the game and especially in the fourth quarter. But now that you can see what what what." Jared Jackson is doing and what Desmond is doing. Hopefully, we can have a we can we can we can keep defenses off balance. And so this idea that we're not calling twelve anymore, we got to use everybody. That was not, that was a cogn, that was something that the coaching staff clearly was not only thinking about but trying to implement. We, can, decision, we can't yeah. revert back to just like give John the ball and get out of the way, you know. And I think that is the right decision and that's for the best long term in terms of the Grizzlies, but does that create a little bit of friction? It's not even the right word. Just a little bit of um, unease or like hesitation, yeah, maybe mean, uncertainty. Yeah. I mean, j- just that it's something you got to get used to. Ch- change is something you got to, even if you embrace change, you got to sort of get used to it. Right. And so I think there may be something of that, but I think we're not really going to learn. We're not going to learn how much of an issue that is until they get into tight playoff games, honestly. And like, that's kind of the
0: other thing I was thinking about how much of though. If if you just call twelve, like he used to, it felt like he was always just a cover up, particularly in yeah. the fourth quarter. Like, yeah, screw it, spread out the floor, let him go, and make it hasn't worked
8: this
0: Not that, year, this
8: season. So this season, right. this may have changed, but that's like three days ago when I looked this up. Ja's fourth quarter shooting percentage, it wasn't the lowest in the league, but it was the lowest in the league among primary scorers. Correct, right? Um, it was like 38 percent. Mark and I did something similar. It's
0: like if you were looking at like the 16 guys that were either All right. All-Stars or perhaps up for All-NBA. He was basically, in fourth quarter shooting, he was at the bottom.
8: And one of the issues, and this a got – everyone's noticed, but it hasn't really – I haven't really written about it. I don't think it's been widely remarked upon. Jazz outside shooting has really taken a step back this season yes. in a disappointing way. And at this point, it's too late to expect anything different, and that's a real issue. Um, but I, I think there are still going to be times in the playoffs where you need him to just – Great shots out of nothing, right? right? You know, I mean, that's part of your upside as a team is you have a guy who can do that. I think he still still can do that, but you, but but Jaron is a different offensive player than he was a year ago. Jaron's offense, he was great defensively last season. Yes, his offense was a disaster last season. I, I, I actually looked at this yesterday. The biggest outlier in Jaron Jackson's career for any year in any like statistical category is his two point shooting last season. It was particularly like. Inside five feet, he shot like forty-seven percent on yeah. two pointers last season. Every other year of his career, it's like fifty-five and above. Yeah. Like he, his offense was a disaster last season. Um, he's this is the best offense season of his career overall. Um, so he's a different player. Bane is not a different player. Bane's just really good. I think Bane's been really consistent. And you hope you know he, he ended up having the back thing in the playoffs last year. But he was great in the Minnesota series. Um, and now like I Kennard gives them some extra shooting wattage they did not have last season off the bench. So there's, like, more stuff there to go to. Um, but you're still going to need – there's going to be possessions where you just need Ja. That's still going to have to be part of the puzzle. Well, I mean, to me, that's kind of the other thing. It's like, okay, there's no question.
0: Canard gives them firepower they've not had from the outside. Right. In the non-Des category. But particularly off the bench, he gives them a firepower that they haven't had really yeah. with in the Morant era. But there's also the reality of, like, okay, who do you play him with? Because – if he's not making shots, he's going to give up points. Is
8: he? On, there's no guarantee he's on the floor in these moments. Right. Dez is on the floor. Correct. Jared, is, if he is not yes. fouled out or whatever, is on the floor. With, with Kennard, he's one of those players where it just depends on the matchups and the flow of the game. He's not necessarily always going to be out there in those situations because there are going to be some nights where defensively he's too much of a problem. There are going to be some nights where you know he's 2-7 or whatever against Chicago. He's going to have those games too, right? right? This is not going to be an every night thing. Um, that's why he's coming off the bench. That's why he's not a starter in the NBA, um, and so it's really the Ja Dez Jaren question. And this is the and this is going to be the question not just right now and not just this spring, but for the next you know ten years maybe, yes. the next five years at least, right? Something like that. But like that's a good question to have to answer. Sure, most teams around the league aren't having to answer that question, right? How do we fully integrate and fully maximize the talents of an All NBA point guard and an All Star level? shooting guard and an all-star if not all nba level power forward let's figure all this out
0: you did a podcast with matt herdlicka it's available over at daily memphian we all know the drill where you can get podcasts given what you know about the grizzlies some
8: of us do that's that's (laughs) that's fair point (laughs) i I found that different people locate these things different ways which is amusing to me that there are people like just go to the website and listen which we endorse go to the website and listen by all means just i guess that's also like the most direct like okay well i know it's there
0: so I, i can get it there but given what we know about the grizzlies when you think about matchups
8: who are the ones that trouble you the most so i it feels weird to say this now cuz they've lost 3 in a row and they just lost at home but i i the more i look at the minnesota matchup the more i worry about the minnesota matchup um i worry about the le- the choir, huh? yeah i worry about the level of size that they have especially if adams is not back and that's still an unknown especially if adams is not back i worry about the size i worry about it a little bit less if you have adams like you know, last year Adams got ran out of off the floor in that series. That's not happening this time around. But the other thing about that series is the the upside defensively of Edwards and and Jaden McDaniels in a playoff series, they got two guys to throw at Ja and Desmond Bain. Right? I mean, the level perimeter de- individual perimeter de- defenders they can throw at them athletically, I think, is higher than most, if not all, the other teams and i worry about that too. i also worry about the karma of playing the same team twice in a row and trying to beat them twice in a row in the playoffs. and so i just don't love that matchup. no. they well, now they've lost 3 in a row and he'll, we'll see. i don't think it's going i don't think they're going to be in it though. i i feel like i look at the standings today. i think it's going to be either the pelicans or one of the three california teams. and see like that's kind of where honestly if you can give me the clippers i think i'd sign up for it. i so so when when matt and i did what Matt and I did on the pod was we each ranked. At the time we did it on Friday, there were seven teams that were within two games of that seven-eight game. Uh, today there's five because because the, the um the the Mavericks and the and the Thunder basically played their way out of that, Correct. and Minnesota's barely hanging on. But my seventh team was Minnesota, uh, my least preferable. His least preferable was the Clippers, and I what I basically said on the pod was if Paul George is playing in the first round, they would also be my least preferable. But all intel is Paul George is not going to play, and while I still there's still matchup stuff in that series I don't like. The reality is you'd be the two seed against the seven. You'd have three of the four best players in the series. You, right. You're supposed to be winning that series. And to me, it's like, okay. I just know what I saw with the Paul
0: George injury. Like they can they can sit there yeah. and say like, well he's he's shut down for the rest. It's like.
8: That looks horrible. Well, they 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 have they have essentially said he they're not expecting him to play in the first round. Yeah, and so my 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 basis for evaluating them as a Grizzlies opponent in the first round is I'm assuming he is not playing. I think that's kind of the other thing that I'm looking at. It's like okay, the Lakers right now are in seventh.
0: Right. But they're a half game back of five and six because they're. They're essentially tied. The Clippers. I think
8: think Lakers, Clippers, Warriors is really tied. There may be a tiebreaker that determines who's in who's in that play-in game.
0: Well, what's interesting is the Lakers have the tiebreaker against the Warriors. Okay. But the Clippers have the tiebreaker against the Lakers. But there's also another addendum. The Clippers play the Lakers on Wednesday. Yes. And so, like that's a chance for a full game swing.
8: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, if I had to guess today, I, I would guess the way the standings currently are, which is that the Lakers and Pelicans are playing in the play-in game, and the winner gets the Grizzlies. Yeah. But there's certainly the, the potential for the Lakers to move up and one of the other California teams to move down. And as far as the Lakers go, like, I don't love that matchup because of the Anthony Davis. Even more than LeBron, the Anthony Davis thing scares me. But they got nobody to guard Ja. Like, right. Nobody. Like, like, Matt and I were talking, like, who's the best individual defender the Lakers have on their roster to guard John Morant? It might be Jared Vanderbilt. Like, that's how bad it is. You're talking about D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves and Dennis Schroeder and Malik Beasley. Like, they don't they don't have – you're trying to guard John Morant and Desmond Bain in a playoff series, and those are, those are your guards? Well, it also gets back to the – okay, let's make the assumption Davis is
0: healthy even though he's got the banged-up ankle and LeBron's right. got the foot. Right. Okay, well, even if you
8: say they've got the – Two best might have the two best players in the series. Yep, the Grizzlies might have what the next, <laughs> at least the next three. If They've not got at more. least the next three, next and... four, next four. Dylan, yeah, Dylan's better than I, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I like. I you know, do, is there some trepidation about that? Of course there is, but I like the Grizzlies in that series. I, I think, I think John Des. I just think the Lakers can't. Just, they have nobody to guard those guys, whereas the Grizzlies you worry about getting – your your guys are getting fouled out, but your two best defenders match up exactly with their two best offensive players. So you you have Dylan Brooks to guard LeBron and try to wear him down. You have Jaron. He won't mostly guard Davis, but he can guard Davis some. And he, even Tillman, you know, you have decent defenders there. Where if you flip it the other way, the Lakers got nobody to guard John and Dez in that series.
0: How much confidence do you have that we'll see Steven Adams in a first-round series?
8: I'm growing, but my growing confidence is not based on really any new intel. And so I'm not sure exactly why. The fact that they have not, it's kind of like the the jaw thing where they set themselves up to readdress. Yes. The fact that they have set themselves up to readdress it tells me pretty clearly that that they they have a lot of hope that he'll play. I don't think they know he'll play, but they have a lot of hope he'll play. Um, I know he's been working towards a return. I ran into him. I didn't talk to him. I ran into him at a game the other day, and he he was, like, you know, heading up to the practice court to, like, work on the practice court during the, all the pregame stuff. And so t- it seems pretty clear to me that they are working towards his return, though not necessarily with knowledge that it will definitely happen. I'm assuming we're going to find out something tomorrow. They're off today. Um, I assume there will be a shoot-around tomorrow ahead of tomorrow night's game, and I bet we find out something tomorrow. Is it reasonable to expect him –
0: if he were to play, is it reasonable to expect that it's just kind of okay back to plug and
8: play because he has yeah, such a
0: different game? I don't
8: know about that. And also, he he is kind of he's the kind of player, unlike unlike the other unlike your your we don't call him the core four, but yeah, unlike the four primary guys on this team who are always going to be there, he's the kind of player whose value is going to toggle in playoff series based on matchup. Whether they can sit on the floor or not, yeah. And so, to me. I, I I could see wisdom in bringing him off the bench depending on the matchup. Now, if you're playing Minnesota in the first round, I'm probably not doing that. I'm probably starting him from the jump. But Tillman's been playing so well, and and, and I wonder what kind of minutes level you're going to want to play Adams anyway, that, that I don't assume that his role in minutes will immediately go back to what they were before, even if he comes back. All right, and then lastly, if you could pick, I'll say this,
0: if you could give Truth Serum to the Grizzlies, who do you think they would prefer to see
8: first round? Within what's reasonable? Yes, that's the question because you want Oklahoma right. City, you want, yes. you know, you want Dallas. I, 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 would have to think New Orleans, just because New Orleans. You don't know if Zion's going to be back. And to me, I have less faith in that than Adams at this point. Yes, I'm. You with don't know Zion's going to be back. That's a team that just has not has not done anything. Um, have there, there have been times where that's been a little bit of a matchup issue for the Grizzlies? Sure. But I, I would feel I would I would rather play them and what they've accomplished what, the, what they haven't accomplished as a franchise relative to to LeBron James and Steph Curry and Kawhi Leonard like give me the Pelicans you know
0: yeah I, I, th- I I'm with you on that Chris we were appreciated we'll talk to you again tomorrow thanks that is Chris Harrington of the Daily Memphian national championship game tonight we got UConn and San Diego State Matt Umanz of VSN joins us next he's always one of my favorite guests to talk to about college basketball we'll do that next right here on the Jeff Calkin Show 92.9 FM ESPN.
1: FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. As College Hoops gets ready to crown
0: new champions, don't miss your shot with BetMGM to score a bonus bet for NBA action. Just place a $50 wager on the March matchups championship game on April 3rd, and BetMGM will give you a $15 bonus bet to use on any NBA game. Log into your BetMGM account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM. Then opt into the promotion and place your bet on the tournament final to net your bonus bet. So start a fast break for excitement with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older to wager. Must be in Tennessee. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire 7 days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-97
3: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
6: Breaking news.
3: Tax refund shock is everywhere,
6: but what is it?
3: My tax refund shrank. Mine too.
6: The culprit? Pandemic-related stimulus payments and tax credits expiring. In this reporter's opinion, you need a tax expert. Hey guys, Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest refund. And tax prep is 50% off going there now.
1: 50% off is a limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com 50 for terms.
0: Just like them, move it. At the United States Postal Service, we're reinventing our network to help keep your business moving. With new shipping options to deliver better value, greater flexibility to conveniently reach your customers, more confident shipping with new informed
1: delivery features, and new electric vehicles for a cleaner, brighter future. Fast, reliable, perfectly orchestrated. The United States Postal Service,
3: delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com slash moving forward.
4: Hi guys, it's Mark. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Monday, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. River Ridge Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain that spark in the bedroom, today is your day. Call us now, and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultrasound totally free. You'll also get a gift that can produce rapid and powerful results in the bedroom in minutes. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. And today only, we're offering five tune-up treatments to our patients free. This is an unprecedented offer worth hundreds of dollars, but call today and qualify totally free. Call 901-672-2000 That's 901-672-2000 Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your life back. Call River Ridge Medical Clinic now to qualify. This offer ends today. 901-672-2000
7: Get to know the number one auto insurer in the country State Farm. I'm Kathy Thurman Edwards the agent on Brookhaven Circle. You've heard Me say my team is awesome. I'm better looking than a lizard. But have you called us? No! 901 767 7744.
5: If you own a small business, you know the value of time. GetRefunds.com does too. That's why they've made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the Employee Retention Credit or ERC. Go to GetRefunds.com to get started and in less than eight minutes, see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. And they may be able to help your business, too. There's no upfront charge, either. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. So don't let this opportunity pass you by. Because this payroll tax refund is only available for a limited time. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Prescription
1: products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required.
2: Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation and discreet shipping if prescribed. You'll love your results. To start your free online visit, go to 4 slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y
3: parents, are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands free Skechers slip-ins footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. Actually, you don't even have to touch them. With Skechers slip-ins, they just step in and go. Plus, they're so easy, they could be the first shoes your kids can put on by themselves. And Skechers slip-ins are Great for older kids too. They're quick, easy, and fun. The secret is a unique comfort pillow in the heel that helps your child's foot slide securely into place and cradle it in comfort. Plus, they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces, and most are machine washable so you can keep them looking newer longer. Get Skechers Slip-ins, the "Where have you been all my life" shoes for your kids or for mom and dad today. Find Skechers Slip-ins at a Skechers store, skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold
2: final game of the tournament is here. There's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. It's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. If it wins, great, pocket the money. If not, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. Just go to FanDuel.com slash... Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S C-A-L-K-I-N-S and sign up today to claim your no sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the nets. All on an app that's safe, secure and easy to use. Again, it's FanDuel.com Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only, $10 deposit required Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days Restrictions do apply. See full Terms at fanduelcom sportsbook gambling problem call Tennessee Redline one
1: Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Bike Studios on 929 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright.
0: Matt Umons is the senior editor as well as the host of V tonight. For V Sin, you can follow him on Twitter at Matt Umons two four seven. Kind enough to join us after Final Four weekend. Of course, we got national championship tonight. Matt, I guess let's start here because I'd spoken with you right before we got the regional semis and regional finals kicked off, and you you had made the argument that you thought UConn has been the most impressive team of the tournament. Are they still the most impressive team of the tournament?
9: Yeah, no question. And um, I, I thought if you were going to bet these games before the tournament or before the Final Four, you had to play UConn, and it was uh, right around a pick and price to win both games in the Final Four. If you ask ten coaches before the Final Four who's the best team here, all ten are going to say UConn. And uh, I don't think that's changed at all after the Huskies uh, – Pretty much controlled Miami from start to finish on Saturday night. Won that game by double digits, I believe. Jeffrey, I, th- I think their average margin of victory right now in the tournament is twenty point six points, and uh, the closest game is thirteen. I th- on both ends of the floor. This is the most complete team. It's hard to find a weakness with UConn. If you if you found one, let me know because I haven't really seen it.
0: No, they're actually they're they're verging on very 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 impressive territory for me the only team that i can remember that i loved as much as i loved those young men from stores connecticut was the 2018 villanova team because it didn't really matter what the number was like even if you're trying to be a smart better and you're like well the numbers say this you just blindly laid them every single time and now they have the opportunity to match the 2018 villanova team where they'll be favored in every single game in the tournament, and they've covered thus far every every single game. That's kind of where they are for me because there's no question on Saturday the more thrilling game was the FAU-San Diego State game. But what UConn did to Miami and when, what you consider, other than maybe, what, the first 30 minutes of the Miami-Drake game, how unstoppable Miami's looked offensively, like the fact that they made them look Incompetent at times on offense. Like I just thought that was the more impressive performance, despite the fact that it was nowhere near as thrilling
9: of a game. Oh, no doubt about it. You're talking about a Miami team that scored 85 points in Indiana, 89 in Houston, and 88 on Texas, right? Yes. And uh, that, that Hurricanes offense had all sorts of trouble scoring against uh, UConn, which yeah, maybe Miami had a little good a UConn defense is. And that's why I said UConn's most complete team on both ends of the floor. They defend uh, one, of the, one of the better defensive teams you've seen in the entire tournament, right now playing at the highest level. And then on the offensive end, they can punish you inside and score from the outside. Jordan Hawkins and Adama Snogo are going to be the two best players on the floor tonight. Your state's going to have to bring its A game. Aztecs will have to do that and hope that Connecticut brings Much less than his best, and that's the only way San Diego State's going to have a shot to win this game tonight.
0: Did it surprise you? Not that San Diego State won, but it did surprise you in the way that the game script played out. Because I was really concerned when I thought when I saw FAU basically put up forty on them in the first half. I was like, uh, that's not the game San Diego State needs. Like they 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 don't need to try and go and outscore you. But that last 10 minutes, I mean, they needed buckets almost every possession. It felt like they got them. I did find myself kind of viewing them in a different light because we saw them finally play a game that wasn't to their liking and they were still able to win. Yet on the other hand, it's like, well, UConn is going to be better than FAU. Like So that's kind of what I'm balancing.
9: And that's true. You know, I've seen San Diego State win plenty of games like that at a faster pace in the Mountain West. But Florida Atlantic explained at a higher level than those Mountain West yeah. opponents right now. I mean, how impressive were the Owls in this tournament? And I think they made a lot of believers. The uh, FAU team was no fluke. And uh, if you didn't believe it, you should have believed it after the Tennessee game and the second half when they took the fight to the Halls, which is a bigger, uh, more physical team more experienced team. And, and the FAU took them out in the second half of that game. I have, I was really impressed with the way Fort Atlantic played. And, by the way, they hit six threes in the first half. and yep. San Diego State's four tournament opponents had made 16 of 94 in the first four games. And uh, they hit six threes in the first half. I thought kind of stunned the uh, Aztecs a little bit or knocked them back on their heels. But they played much better defense. They adjusted, played better defense in the second half. Slowed the tempo down a little bit. And what Bryant Thatcher wants to do and what he's going to try to do tonight <laughs> is uh, making an ugly, low-scoring game where his team has a chance to win in the final four minutes. And that's what happened, you know, against uh, Florida Atlantic. They just found a way to get a chance to win that game in the last minute and pulled it out. That was a phenomenal uh, game. I know, I've i heard some people saying they thought, well, the shot-making wasn't great. It was kind of sloppy. Well, I, thought, I thought it was a really good game. Start to finish. I think some people were saying that just because the team names are Florida Atlantic and San Diego State and not uh, Duke and North Carolina. I thought it was a really good Final Four game and uh, give the Aztecs all sorts of credit for finding a way, Give themselves just a chance to win that game with the last shot. Uh, but I don't think that uh, same formula is going to work against UConn. You know, it's uh, like you said, UConn's a much better team. Well, Much better might be an exaggeration, but definitely a better team than Florida Atlantic by a handful of points. And uh, I don't think San Diego State can uh, play that same game that played Saturday and expect to beat UConn. It's going to have to play even better.
0: No, I felt like, weirdly, the people that were nitpicking the first game, Uh they were all just upset because everybody had the under, because San Diego State's, like, last 12 (laughs) games had the under, and that you're sitting there going – San Diego State hit threes that they'd never hit at the beginning, and people felt like the game, considering the misses, like this game should have gone under and it didn't go under. You know, it was it, the over hit, well, I don't know, like five minutes left. I felt like that clouded so many, like how some people felt about the game.
9: Yeah, there's no doubt about it because a lot of people, I know, well, almost everybody you heard talk about the game before said, well, this can be ugly and low scoring and – uh they were playing under the total of, uh, you know, 131 and a half. And yeah. You could tell pretty early that game was going to fly over that total, right? And especially in the first half, I know a lot of people who played the first half under 61 points, and uh, that first half flew over the total. But hey, you know, you can't be surprised when uh, things like that happen. Sometimes games just go off script. And that's why I thought the Aztecs did a nice job adjusting and making it more of their game in the second half. But, that was a uh, that was a high level basketball game. I don't care what anybody says, and I think that people just get uh, I would say people just get a little bit too uh, fix fixated on wanting to see blue blood teams in the Final Four and thinking that teams like San Diego State and Fort Atlanta can't play at a high level and put on a classic. Great finish, and uh, hopefully we have a game like that tonight. Jeffrey, I'm not sure we're going to have a, a game that goes down to the wire tonight. I think we're going to have a coronation for UConn, but maybe it's not going to be easy. Let's put it that way, 40, 40 minutes.
0: If we do have that scenario, do you think we, it changes how we view this season? Because to me, if we have that scenario, I think what we're going to figure out is UConn during the early portion of the calendar looked to be this team. They got into Big East play and it felt like they just took a nap. They got bored and and they they did not play good basketball. But Mm -hmm. it feels like that this is their, like the tournament has been their opportunity to show we've got one of the best rosters. And yeah, Houston and Alabama can duke it out for the number one team. But this feels to me like they're making their case of they were the best team all along.
9: Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious that Houston was not the best team. And, uh, you know, you can say what you want about Alabama. I never really liked their style of play. It's just it goes back to that cliche I think we talked about before the tournament. So why don't tournament, right? Because yep. there, none of the teams at the top, the other number one seeds were Purdue and Kansas, and everybody thought those teams could get knocked off. So i I think it was just stunning to see that no no one, two, or three seed even made it to the uh, what elite eight. Yes, and uh, I mean that that never happens. So. Yeah, it turned out to be a wide-open tournament. You could also argue the UConn was under I really thought UConn was going to be a three-seed before the tournament, but the Huskies lost in the Big East tournament, so I probably dropped them a seed line. Who knows uh, how that played out? But, you know, UConn, if you got to the end of December, if you reflect on that, if you look at the top 25 poll, I believe Purdue was number one and UConn was two. Yeah, And then uh, the Huskies lost at Xavier – And they went, what, three and six over the course of uh, that month from the end of...
0: That January-February stretch was just like some of the worst basketball they've played all year.
9: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it, how a team can lose its way and then uh, find its way again and get hot at the right time and and go into March that way. And I think that that's what you always have to look for, by the way, is a better... Or if you're looking at the futures board, don't give up on a team in the middle of a season if they go through a slump. This is a pretty good reminder. Uh, Always... (laughs) <laughs> always uh, remember what type of talent the team has and say, hey, this team can uh, regroup and get hot again in uh, in March. And that's exactly what's happened with UConn. I, I, I recall even thinking myself, wow, I guess I overrated this UConn team, yeah. you know, when they lost, uh, when they went three and six over that nine-game stretch. And they were kind of out of sight, out of mind for a lot of people. And then, boom, here they are. All of a sudden, they look like the most dominant team in the tournament. Nobody... Can touch them, so uh, I, I think that's always a, a good reminder that you know when a team is that talented and well coached, and you just don't give up on a team because they have uh, maybe a few bad weeks in the middle of the season. You can always resuscitate everything and redeem yourself in March. Do you have a play tonight? I well, I bet UConn to win the thing yeah. at a minus one ten before the final four, and I thought that was going to be a bargain price because I knew they were going to be bigger favorites. Yeah, tonight. If they Miami was a team that posed the biggest threat to UConn, and then uh, no matter what happened, if UConn wins that game, it was going to be a bigger favorite on Monday night. And that's why that was the best bet to make. Really, yeah. I, if I played it tonight, I would probably lay seven with UConn. If you can, if you can find the seven out there, that's this number's open to minus six at Circa yeah. Sports in Las Vegas. There are a couple places I have eight, so the, the number's kind of been bouncing around between that six and eight range. I I've, My projection for tonight, UConn wins by like eight to ten points. I, I don't think it's going to be easy for 40 minutes like it was against Miami, uh, but I do think over the course of uh, 40 minutes that San Diego State's going to go through a scoring drought and just doesn't have enough offensive firepower to pull this thing off. So I would pick UConn by eight to ten points tonight.
0: The other thing I was looking at is can San Diego State hit the over twice in a row? Like I, I was thinking about, it, but the the fear is, mm-hmm. well, what if UConn puts up eighty five?
9: Well, that's thing. All good trends come to an end in sports betting, right? Yes. So we all we all talked about San Diego State twelve straight unders, and then uh, Saturday you could tell right away that that yep. trend was you knew go this. Up you knew
0: 12. it was dead <laughs> when, when they hit like their third straight three. And I was like, okay, well, uh, yep.
9: this one's done. That's over. Let's find Matt something Bradley live. Had three th- yeah, I know they were dropping threes, and it uh, looked like Caitlin Clark out there. They were making so many threes. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't really have an opinion on the total tonight. I think it's going to be right around that 130 to high 120s to 140 range. It all depends. How- you know, here's what's tricky about betting totals is uh, the end of end of games are so random. Free throws, yeah. You know, if it's yeah, free throws and fouling. If this game turns into a blowout, it's probably going to stay under, yep. right? And uh, if, if San Diego State's within striking distance, there's probably going to be fouls and free throws at the end, and that would push it over. So if you think it's going to be a blowout tonight, I, I think maybe you would play it under.
0: Matt, we appreciate you. you've been great to us all tournament long. Thank you, my man.
9: Hey, you bet. Thanks. That okay.
0: is Matt Umanz of VSIN. You can always go follow him on Twitter at Matt Umanz247. When we come back. We get into the one story that you've been waiting for. We'll do that next right here on the Jeff Gawkins Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. 92.9
1: 929 FM ESPN is Memphis's college basketball station. The best college hoops and stories in Memphis live on 929 FM ESPN.
4: Memphis's Hoops Place. We're here with Jennifer Carsonson, real estate expert from the Live Love Memphis Group at the real estate agency. What's happening in the real estate market right now?
0: So, right now in the market, there is sort of a paradox happening. So, the media is saying one thing, but in our local Memphis market, we're seeing something totally different. For example, we just had an $800,000 House go under contract for pretty close to list price in seven days, and then just this past weekend we had a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house receive twenty two offers. So the people are still out there ready, willing, and
4: able to buy. And there's also a misnomer that fall and winter are a terrible time to sell. We're actually seeing the exact opposite. So you're saying now's a good time to sell?
3: Yeah, it's always a good time to sell, but I would say arguably none better than today, as a lot of sellers have more equity than they might even realize they have.
0: Whether you're buying or selling, you need general for Carsonson and the Live
4: Love Group at the Real Estate Agency, 901-625-5200 or email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. That's 901-625-5200 or sold at livelovememphis.com.
1: Are you a maintenance mechanic, diesel mechanic, welder, or a compactor repair person? Are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connections and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefit of realizing their potential with our trust and full support. As a second chance company, we offer competitive pay, a sign-on bonus, tuition reimbursement, Tool reimbursement for our mechanics. And at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become
4: a part of a great team of people. The Zaxby's Asian Sensation Salad comes with our hand-breaded chicken, crispy wonton strips, Asian slaw, and egg roll, and is dressed with not one, but two flavorful dressings. Our sweet and savory honey sesame teriyaki glaze. And a tangy citrus vinaigrette. But there's so much more than dressings. There's sauces. Salad sauces. The Asian Sensation Salad. Order one ahead through the Zaxby's app. Woo,
6: saucy! Zaxby's.
2: There comes a time every spring and summer where you look outside in Memphis and everything is colorful and blooming. Well, the same thing happens at O'Call, and that time has arrived. The spring and summer merchandise is here, and the whole store is blooming with color. Stop on by and see for yourself. Maybe you're planning for a spring trip, a return to the golf course, or wedding and graduation season. Or maybe you just want to celebrate the return of spring days, sunshine, and the playoffs. Whatever your inspiration, stop by and see your friends at O'Call. The whole place is blooming.
4: Your window into affordable luxury is Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis. At Pella, we offer quality replacement windows at any budget.
2: I can't believe the price of my new windows. They were so affordable.
1: If I knew I could afford windows and doors as gorgeous as these, I would have chosen Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis years ago. Right now, save 25% on your entire project or get 50% off installation.
7: The
4: highest quality, the greatest value. Choose Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis, your window into affordable luxury.
5: Consumer investigator Andy Wise here. I'm talking with longtime customers about
4: why they love the shot nurse. What do you love about the shot nurse?
5: Because of my work,
1: I have to get a lot of vaccines for travel, and the shot nurse always has everything I need. And I don't need an appointment. I love it.
4: For efficient wellness and immunization services, the shot nurse is your wise choice. Solutions you need with the personal touch. The shot
3: nurse.
1: Right now on the Odyssey app, download No Mercy with Stephen A. Smith on some of his latest podcasts.
7: In case you missed it, I got it all. John Moran's video in the Strip Club, Chris Rock special, Will Smith being offended, and I've had some guests you won't want to miss. Nick Saban, Adam Carolla, Kendrick Perkins, Sarah Klein, and more. No
1: Mercy with Stephen A. Smith. Get it today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Hawkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright. Let's get into the one story. Now, it's the biggest story we haven't talked about on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Choate's Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing.
0: That's right. It is Masters Week. And we found out late Friday, after there have been reports that Tiger was scheduled to have his media availability this week, the most important aspect He updated his website to include that he would be indeed playing the Masters Tournament at Augusta National this week. He is on the grounds and is playing a practice round with Rory McIlroy, Freddie Couples, and Tom Kim. It was originally reported that his practice round would include Bryson DeChambeau. However, that report turned out to be inaccurate and Rory was playing with Tiger rather than Bryson DeChambeau. So the big question is, what can we expect from Tiger Woods this week? Mark Shellybott of ESPN, who is covering the tournament, said last year Tiger Woods hadn't played competitively in 508 days and showed up at the Masters and made his 23rd consecutive cut. He played well over the first 36 holes, but cold weather caught up with his surgically repaired right leg and back, making one of the most difficult walks in all of golf, even tougher. He carted a 6-over-78 in each of the last two rounds, his worst score at the Masters. He looked better physically at the Genesis that was earlier this year and said his right leg is stronger than it was a year ago, but he's still being bothered by his right ankle. According to Schleybach, I think he'll make the cut again because he knows the course better than anyone else in the field. I think a top 25 finish isn't completely out of the question for Tiger, but I find it difficult to believe he can do better than that. Paolo Ugetti also said, given what we saw at Riviera, where Tiger looked a bit more comfortable walking with his game, walking while his game showed plenty of promising flashes, I think making the cut will be the low bar that he should be able to clear. In an ideal world, the five-time, master champ- five-time champion would have at least one more appearance before arriving at the Masters, but health is more paramount than ensuring his game is sharp. If Tiger can succeed at any place with just one competitive tournament, Under his belt, it's Gusta. Even if the walk is tougher than most courses, the warm weather should help him, and I'd venture to guess he is going to get an early start Thursday and a long break before his second round Friday. I won't go as far as to say he will contend, but it should be another promising step in this new stage in his career. Also, Phil Mickelson and the Liv players will also be playing the majors this year. What can we expect from Phil this week? Schleybach said, given the way Mickelson played in the majors last year and what he did in Liv's Golf, or First three golf tournaments this season, finishing 27th in Mexico, 32nd in Tucson, and 41st in Orlando this week. I wouldn't expect much of anything. He isn't playing well and hasn't been in a while, and it's going to be a circus around him in Augusta. Mickelson won't address the media in a formal news conference before the Masters starts Thursday, so there's going to be a microscope on him during the practice and early rounds. And after he skipped this event, which he's won three times in 2022, there will be some patrons cheering for him. So, Masters Week, we'll have more coverage, of course, throughout the rest of the week. But again, Tiger Woods is on the ground and playing practice rounds.
1: Here's what's coming up next.
0: Here's what's coming up next on Jason and John. Jason Fitz will join them today, as he does each and every Monday at 125. Jason Munz will join us on Giannato and Jeffrey at 240. Mark will join Gabe at 5 o'clock. Rob Fisher will join Gabe at 6. The Blitz at 6.30. So that is what we got coming up on the agenda for the rest of the day. My thanks to Matt Yamaz, to Chris Harrington, and to Drew Hill for joining the program today. If you missed anything, be up on the podcast after the program ends. However, now
1: our work here is done. We'll try to do better next time. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say Play 929 ESPN. There's no
0: better time to hit the court for some exciting college basketball action. Download the BetMGM app today and bet during the wildest month of the year with the King of sports Sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 years or older, must be in Tennessee. Visit betmgm.com for a full list of terms and conditions. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789.
6: That's 1-800-889-9789. Frame Corner, Memphis's premiere in framing, has a special for spring sale. 50% off tabletop photo frames and ready-made art frames. Get $25 off your custom framing when you spend $150 if you mention this ad. Get to framing those diplomas, sports memorabilia, fine art, and limited edition prints. Visit Frame Corner at 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis or online at FrameCornerMemphis.com. That's FrameCornerMemphis.com.
3: With Rizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit skyrizy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more.
2: How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Medi Sadeghi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for and it is a delight. To go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309 three